This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You're listening to The Morning Run. I'm Shazana with Philip and Jen Sun. Let's get a quick update on the FBM KLCI at 9.19 a.m. Uh, markets are still up 0.13% at 1492, still shy of the 1,500 mark. Uh, the rest of the markets are mixed, though. Singapore is down, Korea is down, but Nikkei and S&P ASX are up. All right, let's take a look at the KL Construction Index. It started 2023 on a strong footing, up close to 8% year-to-date. Now, the outperformance is mostly seen among the smaller cap construction names, while the larger caps like Gamuda, IGM and Sunway Construction have been laggards. However, is the rally so far justified or based on unfounded expectations, given there has not been any major positive news flow on the rollout of government mega-projects? All eyes will also be on Budget 2023, which is due to be tabled on February 24th. And this is to gauge if there will be cuts in development expenditure as Prime Minister Anwar Ibrahim has, has warned that our federal government debt levels have reached $1.5 trillion, and also to get an update on the rollout of key projects like MRT3. So with all this in mind, how will the sector perform in 2023? And what stocks will outperform? For some thoughts on this, we have with us Long Chiwei, Senior Associate Director at Afin Huang Investment Bank. Chiwei, Good morning. Thanks, as always, for joining us. So what's been the update on the review of outstanding government contracts such as MRT3 and the 7 billion ringgit worth of flood mitigation projects? What do we know? As I understand it, the project review is still ongoing and the retabling of the budget 2023 could provide updates on the status. There are two reasons for the projects that are being reviewed. Firstly, the review of the mega infrastructure projects such as the MRT3, is to reduce the cost. And secondly, there are review of government projects to be awarded by a direct negotiation by the previous government. These projects are being reviewed, such as the flood mitigation projects worth about 7 billion ringgit. And likely, they will be later retended, uh, calling for open tenders to award these projects subsequently. Chiwe Prime Minister Dato Sri Anwar Ibrahim has sounded the warning on our federal government debt, which is at 1.5 trillion ringgit. Is this an indication that there will be cuts to development expenditure allocation of 95 billion in the previous budget that was in October of last year? There is a possibility that the 95 billion development expenditure allocated in the previous budget 2023 could be cut in the upcoming retabling of the budget. Uh, but this is to cap the uh, uh, federal government deficit at about 5.8% based on our forecast. But we do expect only a modest cut to an estimated 85 to 90 billion ringgit because there's still a need to support uh, economic growth through public sector spending, especially in view of the potential global recession going to this year. Uh, so also there is a need to meet the one MDB debt repayment of about three billion US dollar in terms of principal amount by March 2023, and some of this allocation is coming out of the development and expenditure, as I understand it. Based on your conversations with contractors, you know what is the guidance for replenishment this year? Will, with still slow awards from the public sector, will the private sector provide another avenue of growth? Okay, from the feedback I received from contractors, most are still expecting a challenging year ahead for order book replenishment because of the uh, slow rollout of the new government projects. 
as the new unity government is still reviewing some of them. But some are optimistic that some of this mega infrastructure projects under review could take off in second half of 2023. And that would improve the prospects for order book replenishment, especially for the large listed contractors. In terms of like the private sector projects, they have been uh, supporting the order book replenishment for the some of these contractors, such as uh, IGM and Sunway Construction. Uh, they have been winning a new data center as well as industrial building projects. And I think there's still good opportunities in that area. We've also seen contractors like Gamuda diversify its order book out of Malaysia and into countries like Australia and Taiwan. Are we seeing more contractors do this? And what are the potential risks? Okay, there are overseas projects uh, that have been won by some of these contractors. So it could be risky if a contractor is entering a new country because the government policy risk there could be different. Foreign uh, countries uh, would have uh, different construction conditions and rules. And uh, this could be different from the uh, home country. But in general, I think uh, a lot of the established contractors are becoming more regional uh, contractors now. Uh, for example, like Gamuda, they have established themselves in Taiwan over the past uh, five to eight years. Uh, they have been there and securing bigger contracts now. Uh, although they are new to Australia, they have been performing well as uh, they studied the conditions there for the past few years before uh, cautiously bidding for these projects and winning some uh, since last year. What has been the raw material environment been like for steel and cement, especially in light of uh, China reopening? Okay, in terms of steel price, it has actually eased about 15% year on year uh, up to November 2022. I guess the reason is uh, concerns about a global recession happening. Uh, this despite the uh, China reopening, which hasn't seen a, you know, a big increase in uh, construction activities. Uh, but in terms of like a bulk cement price, uh, that's affected more by local factors where the price has gone up by 55% year on year, uh, mainly from a low base just to uh, pass on some of the higher costs of uh, coal. But in general, I think uh, the building material prices are still under control. I mean, most of the contractors have been able to pass on some of these uh, costs. What are your expectations for Budget 2023 on February 24th? Will this be a non-event for the sector? I think for the Budget 2023 that will be retabled, uh, it would provide some indications on the government's intentions in terms of uh, reviving some of these uh, mega-infrastructure projects such as the MRG Line 3 and also uh, the other projects that also need further locations such as the Pan Borneo Highway. Uh, and that would uh, provide a better picture in terms of the infrastructure spending going forward and the prospects for the sector. Chiwi, we can't let you go without asking you, what's your call on the sector and your top stock picks? My, my sector call currently is uh, neutral mainly because of uh, uncertainties regarding the government policy on infrastructure spending, as well as uh, looking at some restructuring of the toll highways. But in general, I think with more political clarity in terms of uh, you know infrastructure spending going forward, that will provide a catalyst, potential catalyst uh, to uh, for upward rating of the sector.
uh, at the moment, I would stay cautious. Uh, my top picks are uh, top buys are uh, Sunway Construction as well as AME Elite Consortium because they are more focused on private sector projects currently and have been successful in replenishing their order books. Chiwei, thanks very much for speaking to us. That was Long Chiwei, Senior Associate Director at Afin Huang Investment Bank, weighing in on the outlook for the construction sector this year. And his topics, Sunway Construction and AMP Elite Consortium. All right, something to make note of. Uh, turning our attention quickly to some corporate headlines, we have news that IHH Healthcare's a 90% owned uh, AC Badem is buying Kent Health Group, which operates the largest private hospital in Turkey's city of Izmir with a 340 beds. And stock filing show the hospital has, has an attached cancer centre and two medical centres in the city. The hospital will be their 19th in Turkey and 25th globally. With acquisition, the number of medical centres in Achibadam's network will increase to 16. The latest development by IHH is part of their strategy to become a more dominant private healthcare player in Turkey, leveraging on Achibadam's strong brand name, clinical expertise and track record. Mark Alexis stock trading at 599 up 0.04, 18 buys, 3 holes and no sells. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have for corporate news this morning. It's 9.29 in the morning. We're heading into the 9.30 a.m. news bulletin. But stick around because coming up next, we have WTF, or What's the Focus, our roundup of the top stories this week. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.